0: Behind
1: the Herald headlines with Darren Mann.
0: Behind the Herald headlines with Darren Mann today, catching up with Wayne Peterson. He is a resident of Jeffrey's Bay who has come into conflict with a Koha municipality. They are going to court to halt what they say is an illegal construction on critical conservation land that he has taken over. Wayne, thank you for joining us. Sketch the background. What is going on here?
1: I am going to go to the Saduna. <laughs> I am speaking to Darren, am I correct
0: you are speaking to Darren thank you wayne
1: um I basically just introduced myself as to who I am right um and what my name is um which clan I come from where I reside and then I asked you how you were in my <laughs> nature town, which is
0: Korakubat. How do I say that I'm doing fine, and I appreciate your time. ayo. ayo.
1: That's beautiful.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Tell us the you background, Wayne. Natural. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pleased to hear it. Usually, it takes me a long time to learn new tricks. <laughs> Wayne, obviously, obviously uh, you're at the centre of headlines at the moment. From your side, what has happened? What is going on? And what is the conflict about?
1: I heard you saying that I came in conflict with the Koha municipality. No, they came in conflict with me. Okay. Remember, um, before Koha municipality existed, Koe existed. So maybe we should start at the beginning before we go into what is current. We do understand that um, due to civilization, due to westernization, and due to uh, 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 um, evolution, things changed. People changed areas changed and so did the um, laws change um our customary laws no longer applied as much as it did before the colonialization started our uh, customary practices no longer happened as frequently as it should our customary practices were uh, uh, suffering a genocide where the colonialists tried to really uh, uh, um, delete our customary laws customary practices and traditions from uh, society. However, your your question is not about the history of uh, uh, Korra or Koratona or, or Koi or uh, Koi, or as they call it, Koisan. Um It was not about that. It was mainly about how it came about that I am here. Yes, if I if I understand you correct.
0: Perfectly. What has gone on?
1: <laughs> yes, I am currently residing here at the place next to what um, uh, is called uh, Papishfontein. We have a symbiotic relationship with nature. It was so that when the Dutch arrived at the Cape, when they first encountered koratona the first thing they noticed was our symbiotic relationship to nature. Francisco de Almeida suffered his fate at the hands of the Coy and the San because of the exploitation of our uh, natural resources. Do you think that if Francisco de Almeida and those that followed afterwards did not um, encounter us, they would have been uh, in that position where they conquered uh, um, the colonial, uh, or not the colonial, our creep. Because at the end of the day, what happened was Francisco de Almeida wanted to steal our natural resources? In this, in this instance, water. Mm-hmm. Today we are sitting in Cape Town. That same, very same Cape Town, with a, a, a situation where they fear a day zero. Now, would they have been a day zero if they did not colonize the Cape? would there have been a D0 in Koukha if they did not colonize Koukha? Would there have been a D0 in the Nelson Mandela metro if they did not colonize the Nelson Mandela metro? Those are things that we need to look at when we look at nature conservation. Yet today I am being crucified for the fact, the mere fact, that I have taken upon myself as Koratona, as a descendant of the soil, to look after the soil. Because my intentions. Is clear, it is pure, and it is clean. I have said that many a times, but it's right. because I was misquoted by the Herald in, 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 in them having a preconceived impression of what is happening here. They came and went and write a different article from what I said. Well, I've I got you
0: said, when, when right? but, but look, I've got you here now, and we're, we're having a conversation, so there's little <laughs> chance of you being misquoted. I must just tell you though, uh, I'm under instructions from my editor to chat yes. to you about the, the upcoming legal action that's being taken against you and, and well, how you, I no how you intend... I intend. any legal
1: action. I don't know of any legal action.
0: Okay. Can I, can I ask so I you? So
1: can't, I can't comment on something I don't
0: know. Fair enough. Can you comment on this then? Tell me right. um, more or less when you and your group moved on to this land, no, which no, is... Not,
1: not me and my group. Don't, don't disrespect me. I
0: thing. don't intend to disrespect you at all, sir.
1: I'm saying I'm going to say this again. As a traditional leader, as a Koi and San leader, in terms of the definition of the traditional and Koi and San leadership, act as a senior Koi and San leader. Hmm. Don't insult me by saying me and my group. It's a cultural how, community. It's a Koi and San community, as defined in that same legislation.
0: My apologies, you, you and no, your cultural, no you and your cultural community, uh, Wayne. I'm trying to get a sense of when you moved on this land that's at the center of the dispute and what what resulted in you moving over at the time that you did? Why did you not do it before? Why, why did you not wait? Why did you choose that moment?
1: May I know what the dispute is? Remember I said I don't know when it is.
0: Okay. Well, basically, uh, uh, um, nature conservation groups are up in arms about the, the conservation they? land. I'll, I'll, I'll name them for you in a moment, but also the okay. Koha municipality, and we will be catching up with Mayor Horatio Hendricks in a little while.
1: Yes.
0: The, yes. They advise they're going to court to halt construction that's already begun on the land that you are, are on.
1: And so I've not been served any such notice.
0: W- well, I'm just going on the reports that they've given us, and possibly it's yeah, still to come. I'm, I'm,
1: remember, you said you want to clear the facts. Right. I'm giving you the facts. Okay, so... Don't, don't, don't <laughs> report on one side of the story.
0: I'm, I'm trying really hard not to. <laughs> a story.
1: The one side, the other side, and the truth. C- can you give so me an idea? The truth will ultimately be your your decision on what how you preserve, perceive the information given by both parties. Now I'm, I'm giving my side of the story.
0: I'm, I'm trying to learn as we go along. I'm, no, trying, to, I'm no. trying to find out when when uh, uh, occupation was taken of the particular piece of land and also uh, logistical, infrastructural questions like water, oh. electricity and, and sewerage. How does that get dealt with? How many people are there? What are your intentions going forward? It's really an open-ended question that you're free to answer no, in any no, way I, you like.
1: I, I hear you. I have no problem in answering them either. So maybe you must itemize them so that I answer them one by one.
0: All right. So let's start with why you chose the moment that you did. And in terms of going forward, what are your intentions? Are you going to er- erect dwellings or other structures there? Okay,
1: no, no let, let's start with the first question. Remember, I said itemize them. Right, so there so we go. We, we, we don't <laughs> uh, contract. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, uh, remember, English is not my mother tongue.
0: No, you're doing fantastically.
1: So, so yeah. <laughs> my question, my, my answer will start with a question, and that's directed at you right. as a person. Right. Um, what is your culture?
0: Um, my, my culture is one of not having a culture. If we do a DNA, okay, so you if we do... no, don't have a culture. N- n- no.
1: fine. Don't, don't be embarrassed.
0: Not at not all. Not, not, not at all. Not I'm, a, I'm, I'm a citizen of the world, a member of the human race. And if you check out my DNA, I think there are 12 different areas that my, my ancestors come from. I can't really claim one over the other.
1: But you have the right in terms of the constitution of self-determination. And, and you have that right to decide which one you will want to follow.
0: I'm a <laughs> South African citizen.
1: I hear you. I hear you. But remember, the question was, "What is your culture?" There's a reason why I'm asking questions. I never just ask a question. Just I ask a question to get to a certain direction, so that I can prove a certain point. I, I, I follow.
0: I, I do follow. Now, do you understand? The problem I yes. have with answering culture is that it ties me into a certain ideology, and I don't feel. Okay, pa- no, I, I don't I, I, feel. I don't feel particularly bound to, to one cultural no. ideology over another.
1: Don't, don't worry. I won't, I won't uh, 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 pursue this any further. Don't worry. No problem. The reason why, why I asked is to tell you that, um, you see, the problem we are facing, we are sitting with um, government structures, government spheres that don't understand our culture which is why we are sitting with a situation where you say we have a confrontation. Because um, the mayor ratio Hendrix, as much as he looks the same skin color as me, as much as we even share the same DNA, he does not know anything about my culture. Now, you are sitting with environmentalists who also does not know anything about my culture. So how will they understand me when my culture is my DNA? When it is in me, when it is who I am, it is who, how I live. It is my every day. Is my culture. But Mayor Hendricks understand me. Hendricks will, will
0: have his own culture as well. Do you understand that?
1: I do understand. But remember, we are talking about the confrontation. That's or you call it a confrontation. The
0: conflict. Yeah.
1: Where the conflict is even worse but yeah, let's say the conflict um, because the thing is it is a conflict of cultural uh, uh, um, identities if you can call it as such because they don't understand my culture they don't understand what I'm busy with the more I've been explaining to them that the only reason why I've taken occupation of this land is to practice my culture there is a constitutional obligation in terms of land that the government must provide land for me to practice my culture. A constitutional obligation on government. You know, if I can take it even further back, the revolution struggle started and it ended with a document that was called the Freedom Charter. And in that freedom charter, there was agreements made by the Congress of the People, where all the people convened to fight this brutal system. To say that the land will belong all to those to belongs to all those who work the land. We as Kora, we as, uh, 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 as if, let's put it into that word that we are categorized in today as Khoisan, We as Khoisan. I am going to use that word even though I hate that word because um it it, it, it is even more derogatory than bushman.
0: I'm but sorry I'm, to I'm saying- sorry to hear that. If if I wanted to refer to to the Khoisan you don't Kwe. like the name what should what name would you prefer that I I used? Khoi. 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 Yes, <laughs> I'm trying yes, hard. Oh, right,
1: right, right. <laughs> Listen, it Wayne, a bit,
0: before, you, before you carry on, um, yeah. th- the Freedom Charter dates back to 1958. It's, super, yes. it's superseded by the Bill of Rights and the South African Constitution, which, which, came, in, which came in uh, upon democracy. So, mm-hmm. you know, the Freedom Charter doesn't, uh, as much as there are fantastic no. sentiments expressed there, it doesn't hold oh, any wow. weight in law.
1: doesn't have any weight i'm just telling you that the fundamentals of this constitution was built on the prescripts of the freedom charter whether we like it or not the fundamentals of our south african constitution all the prescripts within the freedom charter is the fundamentals of our constitution which also gives me the right to practice my culture gives me the right to access to land to practice my culture now my culture is And I was telling this guy from the Herald, I, I forgot his, his name, your colleague, he was here. And I was telling him, you know what, after we're done here, yeah, I want to show you a few things that are done in terms of the preservation of nature. There are a few bone slung that I'm caring for. Worm slung that I'm caring for to make sure that the population grow. There are a few uh, fellow deer that I'm caring for to make sure that the population grow. There are a few of porcupine that I personally care, uh, care for that I'm making sure that they grow. There are a few tortoise that I'm personally looking after to make sure that they grow. But because he came with a preconception or preconceived idea of what I'm doing here, he did not even want to go and look and view them because I wanted to take them to each of their habitats to show that we as Kora, we understand this thing of looking after nature. Before the white people came here, we were the custodians of nature. We looked after nature. Now, how is it that today they want to tell me, no, we are the only ones that knows how to look after nature, when it is them that is creating deforestation, when it is them that is uh, depleting our marine resources, when it is them who has been mining, when it is them that that has been tossing the soil for all these... uh, 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 citrus orchards. None of my people are having any orchards yet before they moved in here. When I was a child, there was abundance of water. When they moved in here, they started with citrus farming. Today, there is no water in Kohan. don't tell me it's global warming, because global warming is a result of them doing these harms to nature. It is one of those things that I always explain to children. I tell them, take a basketball and spin it on your finger. That is equivalent to how the earth is spinning around its own axle. Now, if you take your finger and push it on the side, what will happen to the it will move different directions and it will after a while start to balance itself out then you question why was there tsunami tsunami happened right after uh, um, the islands were made in dubai then the tsunami came is that not a cause of certain things being done to nature now when you take the sea and you move the sea what do you think will happen now, people don't understand that we understand nature, man. We understand nature to its core. My uncle, the the elder Yanni or Taida Yanni, he lives here. He is a traditional herbsman. He knows everything about all the herbs that you find on this piece of land. And he is the one that is responsible, ultimately is responsible to providing us with medication here. Remember you asked ab- about how we live here. That's one of the things, is we are now living in full symbiosis with where we come from, with our cultural identity, with our cultural roots, something that was stripped from us by colonialism and apartheid.
0: Can I move on to the next itemized Uh, question, please, Wayne?
1: By all means, I hope you recorded everything.
0: Absolutely everything. Wayne, going forward, um, are you planning on building structures on the land and will you be resisting efforts to remove you from the land? How do you see this issue developing within the next few weeks or months?
1: No one can remove me from the land to which I am entitled to. How can you tell me I, I must be removed from the land? On what principle? Based on what?
0: You know that there will be efforts to move you. I'm not saying you should or you there have any have right or not. Of
1: course, but that's why there's, there's a judiciary. And uh, myself, I will defend myself in this judiciary because I understand. You know, I live by three things that I was taught by Nwakama Dokkoa which is my paramount chief. He taught me three things. He said, one, the first principle you must always apply is the law. Understand and accept that there is a law. Two. Then, when you take that law, there is uh, uh, um, processes that needs to follow to make sure that you adhere to that law. And three, you can never be refused the result if you do one and two. Are you so ready? I've been ready, I was born ready. Remember, my ancestor sent me here, you asked me a question earlier on, as to what made me decide to come here. In 2020, I underwent a now, which is a cultural uh, sacred rite of passage, something that your newspaper covered last week that we had in Sitsikama, not last week, um, Some few weeks back, we had it in Chichikama. It was covered in your newspaper, and they were painting all the beautiful things about our culture. Now they want to ridicule me for practicing my own culture. Why? The only reason why is because I'm practicing my culture in the backyard. They don't want it in their backyard. They want it there in the bush where no one can see. Why should we be emancipated from the ocean when we have been found on the coastline? Remember, the name of Altamatu was changed to suit them at to Harry Distant Roper. Why would it say Harry Distant Roper if it was not found on the beach? Fair point.
0: When can we stay with the laws? So you're happy with the independence of the ju- judiciary yes, and our legal yes, system at the moment? So whatever, the so whatever ruling the judiciary ends up handing out, you will uh, abide by the ruling?
1: I have to abide by the law. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I am a lawmaker. I forgot to mention. I'm a member of the National Executive Committee of the Congress of Traditional uh, Leaders of South Africa, which is Contra LESA. I make laws. So I love the law. I protect the law. I abide by the law. And I will always promote the law.
0: Final question for you on our itemized list, Wayne: The uh, basic infrastructural needs, water, electricity, and and, and, and sewage. How are you dealing with that?
1: Water, I transport in with um, uh, containers from my house uh, um, um, where I grew up. Let me rather rephrase that. From my house where I grew up because it's my mother's house. I transport water from there to make sure that we have portable drinking water. I have reported a water leak in December with the Nelson Mandela Bay uh, Municipality Water Division. They then came and sent someone, but it must have been that a guy by the name of Vumpy Willemse, who is responsible for this water line, must have intercepted the communication and started to do his own his own thing, which was not mandated by Nelson Mandela, Metro Water. Because I called them to complain about a water leak at a tap. Then Wimpy Vilamsa came with his entourage, which is um, yeah a few of these uh, four trackers here. He came here, and then they broke off the tap, <laughs> made it more, uh, uh, now it's wasting more water than it did before. And then they came, they put on this heavy concrete block for us not to access the point where I complained about the water. Because um, they then came and said, no, we are stealing water, not knowing that I called. And it should be locked on your system as the Nelson Mandela Metro Municipality Water Division. Because I lost a formal complaint uh, um, or alert that there is water leaking. And then they came. And they closed it, and then they posted all over social media, him and his white counterparts called the Kabalyos Reserve Action Group. They went and painted a picture in the media, in social media, without my consent, which is a direct violation of the new copyright. However, me... I don't fight those kind of fights. To me, those are too insignificant to bother my time with. Needless to say, they went and painted a picture that I'm a water thief, which is the thing that uh, your newspaper also posted, which is incorrect because they never asked me about it. Remember when I told your journalist, he was here in his capacity as a journalist following up on a story. So which means if a new lead comes of any illegal activity, he's duty-bound to make sure that he follows up that lead was that lead, what he did was, he didn't even bother to go look at all the things I mentioned. I was telling him that I'm currently busy with uh, removing some alien vegetation that is re- re- uh, um, um, that is jeopardizing the growth or the, the revitalization of the wetland that I'm busy with. That couple years reserve action group that said they are busy revitalizing the wetlands, they never did anything here. What they did was they send an old man from across the farm in Kabul, which is also a member of my cultural community, which they don't know. They send him over the years to come cut wood, and that wood would be sold for him to do some odd job, jobs for Frank Lotta. So Frank Lotter has been extorting out of this land mm. for way too long and nothing has been done about it. When I came here, I found about two hundred to two hundred and fifty cows of Frank Lotte grazing in the same wetland. I took photos of it. Which is the beauty of it. Which is the beauty of everything I do. I make sure I'm transparent. I make sure I, I take evidence of things, man.
0: Wayne, I've got to ask you about the electricity as well. What what are you doing with that?
1: I don't need electricity.
0: All right, so no electricity being used, and go going-
1: I do. I do everything on the fire, even my 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 water to just drink a cup of coffee. A fire needs to be started from <laughs> the dead wood laying here. No, no, no. I'm dead serious. It's the kind of living I chose. Remember, this is, this is a life of choice. It's not a life of obligation.
0: Structures being built. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm going to say that again. It is a life of choice, not a life of obligation, but with reason I'm putting it. In, in terms of my professional capacity, I'm an architect, I'm a project manager, and a construction adjudicator. So trust me. It is not a life of, of, of obligation. It is a life of choice because I want to practice my culture. I want to be unified with who I am inside. And this is what I'm busy with. I am spreading the gospel of the Kueh and Kam uh, traditions and cultures. I am spreading the gospel of Koratona heritage. I am spreading the gospel of the uh, genocide that was caused against my culture.
0: Wayne, I would love to stay and chat It's been very colourful, yes, it's been very, very entertaining And uh, informative I would love I to applaud... chat
1: with you, Darren, trust me
0: I applaud all the efforts that you're making In terms uh-huh. of animal welfare, nature conservation yes, And I, I mean that seriously, thank you for that
1: I, I, even, I even saved a, 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 a um, They call it a night owl It's a small, smallish bird Mm. Um, and that is on record because I went to the local vet who helped me free of charge. I spoke to one of the the the, the, the bird sanctuaries who advised me to go and that will be put on her tab. So I've been in contact with these nature conservationists, as you call it. It's only the ones that feel that they are being threatened with my uh, uh, presence here that has a problem with me being here. It is not nature conservation as a whole, nor is it the Jeffreys Bay community as a whole, because I am part of the Jeffries Bay community uh, Facebook page where we discuss things, where I name things, where I ask for things, where I request assistance in things. I even requested the help of a TLB to try and level out the road so that when people want to come and visit me in the great place, they are at liberty to do so. We are not there where the infrastructure is there as a complete uh, a great place. You know, you, I don't know. That's why I was starting by saying people don't know my culture. They don't understand my culture. Um, if they knew and understood my culture, they would understand what a great place is. Now, a great place you won't find in Spruma. Why? Because Pluma was never intended for us as a people. It was never intended for cultural leaders. Why do you find that traditional leadership? When I speak of traditional leadership, I'm speaking of nationally traditional leadership, including kings and queens that have been recognized by government. Even the apartheid government recognized them as kings and queens. They are not considered when it comes to Pluma. Because Pluma is not intended for us. It was never African. In Pluma, same with the, the, the Roman Dutch laws. Remember the Roman Dutch law, it says it all. It came from Rome and from the Dutch. It's not African. So how can it apply in an African society where we are one with our tradition? Well, I am a culturalist. I'm a traditionalist. And I am true to the bone. I'm one of you. You won't find like me. You won't find like me.
0: Wayne, I'd love to stay and chat and maybe I'll come out sure. and visit you sometime. Thank you very much for Please joining us sure, today. Man. Time has caught up with us. I will do. We appreciate your time. Wayne Peterson on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Thank you for your time. Have a great day. Have a
2: great day too,
0: Darren. Kelka Municipality Mayor Horatio Hendricks leaves a Salga meeting now to join us on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Mr. Mayor, thank you for your time. We'll keep it brief. What is going on in the rather passionate dispute with Mr. Wayne Peterson? We spoke to him a few minutes ago. What's going on?
2: There are various issues at play here. Uh, First of all, the land that Mr. Peterson is occupying is state land. It's state-owned land. And the title owner of that land is the Eastern Cape Department of uh, Human Settlements. So we have received confirmation from them that um, there, there is no current land claim that we are aware of. The second issue is the issue of illegal occupation or invasion of land by Mr. Wayne Pitson. Um The department has uh, been duly informed by us that um, um, there is illegal occupation, and they have informed us that they've appointed state prosecutors to deal with the eviction. Uh, so we as co municipality, cannot deal with that. We... The threat to the um, environment, or environmentally sensitive for not flow, not that easy. We have informed the, screen, the Green Scorpions, um, and the Department of Environmental Affairs has come back to us and say uh, they've not seen any, any current threat, uh, and there's no activation of, of listed uh, activities there. Um, And then the third issue, uh, and this is the issue that is relevant to the municipality is the uh, non-compliance with building regulations, which is a bio. And this pertains to the erection of of structures um, that Mr. Wayne Peterson is occupying. Um, There have been a circle of notice from us, from our town town planning department, but due to their non-compliance, uh, but they have chosen to ignore the notice that we serve them. So we are on our way to the High Court um, in terms of their process uh, to issue them within uh, an appropriate notice. I think part of the issue here is uh, the risk that's on the Department of Human Settlements because um, As a title holder, they must realize that the occupants uh, that's currently um, legally there uh, is not in possession of an occupation certificate. And as such, if anything happens to those occupants, then the department is legally liable for that. That's a a risky position to be in. Uh, I think the law is the use of services um such as water and electricity and refuse removal and sanitation and all of those services um we have not received any application for connection to services or the use of our services and therefore any services that are used by Mr Peterson is unauthorized and therefore tantamount to, to theft and um we are pursuing that matter as well. Um, I see Mr. Peterson has stated in the in the media that nobody owns land. Uh, nobody has right to own land yet. There's been an outcry from the public uh, who visited that area being intimidated by Mr. Peterson for entering upon that piece of land and he's acting as if he's the owner of that land. Right. He claims nobody owns land. Uh, but in terms of, of our constitution, we all have the right to own property. Um, so I don't know where his claim comes from. If Mr. Peterson can comply with the law and prove his lineage as as a poison, um, he can enter a legitimate claim to that land. And that will be handled by the national government and not go from municipality. So his invasion onto that land is illegal. His erection of, of, of structures is non-compliant. And basically, if he's using any services, um, that extent amount if, I think, Metro is already able to a criminal charge, uh, for use of water and, and, um, illegally using the infrastructure. So there's a lot going on on that piece of land. We are concerned and we are pursuing all legal routes that we can.
0: Mayor, Mr. Peterson has spoken to us, he's very passionate, and he claims cultural rights give him the authorization to, to do what he has done so far.
2: Uh that, I mean, that is the case. You, you know there's been law that been promulgated that all land claims I think dates back to nineteen twelve. But it's been a legal uh, route that he has to comply with, and there's new regulations that says he, you can't just be of a certain color and claim it's Wakoizan. You've got to prove your lineage to to prove that uh, you belong to a certain group. So, if anyone can just claim any piece of land, it's going to be anarchy here. We have a constitution, we have the right to claim property, we have the right to own property. But we got to comply with the rule of law. So in him invading that land and the Department of Human Settlements being the title holder of that land is an unlawful act. There is nothing in law that justifies the cultural claim that, that, that he is making. He's got to follow the law as the rest of us.
0: We're going to leave it there. We appreciate you joining us at short notice. The Kocha Municipality Mayor, and that's Horatio Hendricks. Thank you for your time, sir.
2: Thank you, Darren, and thank you to your listeners as well.
1: That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.